Okay, I think I'm set up. I've got technology all around me. If it goes wrong, it's my fault, because me and technology don't always agree. <laughs> but good evening. And can I start by really saying a big, big thank you uh, for the invitation to come and to share about the work of CAP. Christians Against Poverty, you seem to know a little bit more about it in some churches, I have to say, but I trust you will be encouraged as you hear what God is doing in Northern Ireland and indeed all over the United Kingdom and out into Canada and to Australia as well. CAP, as you know, is a Christian charity and has been on the go now for just about 20 years, just over 20 years. It was founded by a man called John Kirkby who lost his business, his home and nearly his family due to crippling debt. Living in a council bed and breakfast, he slowly devised a system whereby he could get himself out of debt and back into work. Realizing that there were probably quite a number of people out there who had the same problem, he decided to help them. And that's when CAP was set up. I've been working with CAP as a debt coach for just nearly four years now. I work in the Carrick Fergus. I work from the Carrick Fergus Baptist Church, which is twinned with Green Island Church, but it's called the Carrick Debt Centre. Um, and I work with clients who have a problem with debt. And I enjoy helping them to really look carefully or clearly at their finances and then to bring a budget to them in order to get a grip on the debt that has really gripped them. And on this Cap Sunday, I'm going to look at the theme of hope, and you've already addressed that in some of the songs that we've been singing, which is brilliant. Okay, I should have had that slide up. <laughs> okay, When Hope Walks In is the title of, of the thing. Okay, but I'd like to start off by introducing Edith to you. Edith, who, because of the pressure of debt, was making daily choices between the cost of traveling to work to earn money or turning her heat on. Debt snatched hope from her, and at her absolute lowest, she was considering suicide. Right now, 14 million people in our nation are like Edith, are living in poverty. Poverty arrives like an illness in the family, settling in you into fight mode, in a sense, for a battle sometimes you can't win, and draining your life until you have nothing left to give. You have no power to change the situation and it grinds you down until any flicker of hope you've had is really extinguished. As you'll find out as we spend time together just now, Christians Against Poverty works with the local churches all over the United Kingdom to connect with these broken people whose lives have been devastated by poverty through debt, unemployment, dependencies and low income. What unique ingredient does CAP have that changes thousands of lives? What do we, as the local church here in Northern Ireland, carry with us? What do we bring of Jesus? Surely it has to be hope. Every single person in this country, in your community, who is struggling with death or poverty, desperately needs hope to walk into their situation. That's why CAP's core message is always hope. It permeates everything that we do. As Christians, we're all carriers of hope because Jesus is with us, hope is with us wherever we go. But our clients' hopelessness is very real. They can't help themselves sometimes out of the debt. They can't break free from their dependencies or get themselves into work after years of unemployment. 
They feel that really there's no way out on their own. But you know, God's promise in Job 11:18 says, you will be secure because there is hope. You will look about you and take your, your rest in safety. Like Cap, I truly believe that the local church is the hope of this world, a place of safety, because we are the hands and feet of Jesus, and Jesus really is the ultimate person or the bringer of hope. Today, I'm, I'm, or tonight, or this evening, I'm going to show you our Cap um, mission that really brings hope and walks hope into the lives of hopelessness. But let's take a closer look just for a wee minute about the understanding of hope and what does it truly mean. Psalm 43 verse 5 says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, and I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. The Greek word for hope is elpis, probably not pronounced correctly, which means to anticipate with pleasure and to confidently expect. The dictionary definition for hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Even though these definitions might sound from, seem familiar or similar, there is a, a difference between them. What the Bible defines as hope and what the world defines as hope. I would go further to say that they nearly contrast one another. The world's hope is rooted in desire, which means the outcome of, of that is what is hoped for is somewhat uncertain. Our hope, however, is anchored in Jesus. We place our hope in him with confident expectation. And that is what shows up when cap arrives into someone's life. It's different to anything that they've experienced before. And it cuts through the roaring chaos of poverty like a still, calm whisper. It says, don't be afraid. It is this hope that allows us to keep going when we want to give up. This same hope in Jesus Christ that gives freedom to those in debt and poverty, to those who are jobless or who are battling dependencies. God is doing this by using people like you and me as his hands and feet, by allowing his body, the church, to stand as the hope of the world. If the world is looking for hope, let hope be found within us. Let's watch Edith's story. We could talk all day about the messages of hope that Cap brings into our clients' lives, but, the but in the time we have, I'm going to just quickly go through four of them. And the first one is, you're not alone. Oh, we've lost it. Searching. <laughs> the verse that you'll see on the screen, hopefully, is 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 7, where it says, and our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, you also will share in our comfort. Some people in their darkest moments honestly believe that they're destined to live trapped in poverty forever. They feel isolated and hopeless. They've resigned to their lot in life in a sense. I'll be in debt until I die. I'll never be able to stop smoking. I'll never get a job. My life won't amount to much. CAP can only operate in the United Kingdom and in Northern Ireland because of the support of tens of thousands of Christians who donate time, prayer and money to the charity. This allows 
Uh, this support allows CAPS teams on the ground to step into the lonely pit of poverty with each client and meet and shine the light of hope. When a dead coach smiles, and sometimes we do, <laughs> and tells the client, no problem is too big, it can come as a really big relief to them. When we bring back a workable budget to them, it gives them a terrific, uh, and, and gives them money to spend on food. It, they just can't believe it. When someone walks into a jobs club or a life skills group for the first time and they're greeted with smiles from others who are in the same situation as them, they are no longer alone in isolation and the shame and the guilt are lifted. They realize that CAP completely understands the horrific difficulties that they're going through. And that is a huge reassurance. However, the thing that really opens the door to let hope in is that CAP arrives with the confident expectation that the situation can change. That firm hope that's described in 2 Corinthians 1.7, that every client will have comfort in place of suffering, not only opens the door to hope, it flings the door open wide and a, a beautiful breeze of hope comes into the client's lives. They feel safe and supported. They feel a part of something bigger than themselves. Hope walks in. And the second message of hope is that CAPS services work. For so many of our clients, sorry, the, the, the verses, so the poor have hope and injustice shuts its mouth. For so many of our clients, everything that's happened to them in the past screams failure. Many who will have been ripped off by some unscrupulous people or let down by systems that fail them. They truly think that nothing out there can possibly exist that is able to make a difference in their lives. We hear client after client saying, I'm beyond help. I've tried it all. This will never work. But we show them that the truth is so different to what they believe. When we teach a client in a fresh start session that they have value, that they are not defined by their dependency on cigarettes or gambling, hope walks in. When we show a job club member that their life experience is valuable to an employer and it equips them to confidently walk into an interview, hope walks in. When we take the piles of confusing paperwork from a debt help client and return with a workable budget, when the client no longer receives calls from creditors and knocks on the door from collection agencies, hope walks in. 23,000 people are helped every year by CAP through the four services that we have. Two and a half thousand families become debt free over a period of a year. And CAP Debt Help sees thousands who are utterly desperate find themselves able to feed their family and to budget really better than what they have been, even just within weeks. CAP never pays people's debts for them. But we demand justice on their behalf and we do go in and talk to the authorities and to the different people who, who to whom money is owed and speak with the creditors. And every month, there's something like three million pounds worth of debt that is either paid off or written off. In our jobs club, last year through the jobs club, 805 people found work. That's 38% of all those who actually attended the clubs. These are people who have been out of work on average for 52 months. 600 people were helped in our Fresh Start and Life Skills groups. Life Skills equips people to live well 
when they were walking the tightrope maybe of a low income, while Fresh Start helps people to find freedom from life-controlling dependencies. When we explain to our clients how many others have been helped, these precious people suddenly realize that maybe they're not too far gone. They realize this service works, it's tested and proven. What they believe to be impossible is now a definite possibility. Hope walks in. The third message of hope we bring is that we believe in you. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you hope and a future. For so many in poverty, all they've ever heard is that they'll never amount to anything. Once a drinker, always a drunk. Once a poor mum, always a poor mum. Once on benefits, always on benefits. But Jeremiah 29 tells us that God has plans for us to give us hope and a future. And in Philippians 4, it also says, tells us the most amazing truth in that we can do all things through Christ. CAP opens all its services in partnership with local churches across the length and breadth of the United Kingdom. Hundreds of congregations have boldly stood up and declared that they are the ones who want to bring hope to their community and to those crushed by poverty. The frontline workers in our partner churches tell people, you can do this. You can have a future free from debt. You can get a job. You have skills that employers are looking for. You can hit this goal to become free from your dependency. We believe in you. Imagine being encouraged in that way after a life of believing you're worthless. The impact on people's spirits is incredible. They change the way they talk about themselves, their relationship with their partners and their children improve. They smile a bit more and maybe even laugh. They look physically different in some cases. Because of CAP's commitment to equip local churches to reach people, every client who connects with a CAP service is brought into the supportive net of a community. They suddenly have a whole team of people to encourage them, to catch them before they stumble, and tell them that God loves them, and more than, uh, even more than they can imagine. When broken people are told about God-given value, hope walks in. In Northern Ireland, we have 45 CAP services. We have 21 debt centres. We have 11 jobs clubs. We have six new start groups and seven life skills groups. And <laughs> 10 one year, what do you call it? And 155 clients went debt free last year in Northern Ireland, just in Northern Ireland. So Northern Ireland is growing. We're the only part of the United Kingdom where if you have a debt problem, you can resource a CAP centre. If you lived in England, Wales or Scotland, that's not always the case. You would have to travel many, many miles, uh, maybe into another province or another part of the country nearly, to get a debt centre because they're not covered. We in Northern Ireland are. Our 45 cover the whole of Northern Ireland and it's just lovely to know that people can avail themselves of that as well. And of course, the fourth message of hope that we bring is the hope of salvation. Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my saviour, and my hope is in you all day long. No life is beyond Jesus' redeeming power. Our clients may not even believe that God exists, or they may have a preconceived notion about church and Christians. No one may have ever shown them or taken the message of Jesus and the hope that he brings to them, but we do. When Christians are living a life that reflects Jesus, people sense it. 
when we are non-judgmental, kind, helpful, willing to go the extra mile, they feel it. It is tangible. God ma magnifies all cap. Sorry, that's not. That's not what I mean. Bring, cap brings God into those situations, and we magnify Him in those situations, uh, and we bring hope where there is none, because Jesus Himself is obviously, ultimately, hope. For over 20 years, CAP has committed to be the, the best reflection of who Jesus is, to show that the church, this church is relevant in the communities that we have and serve. We're constantly growing in the numbers of lives that are receiving this hope. As Christians, we all play a vital part in showing a, hurt, a hurting world that God is love, forgiving, compassionate, a God of second chances, a God of your life can change, a God of I believe in you and a God of salvation. As Christians like you, cap workers not only bring hope, but we leave hope and the hope we leave does not disappoint. As a result of cap's work, more than a thousand people made a personal commitment to Jesus last year. That's the equivalent of several new churches and that seems to be happening year on year. Cap is a ministry that is seeing God's kingdom brought to earth and really today tonight i would like you to be a part of that hope walks into thousands of lives every year because of cap but this is only possible because a movement of about 29,000 christians have said yes to playing their part these people passionately believe that poverty shouldn't be anyone's end game and it's and they make sure it isn't by committing themselves to donate to cap each month and cap really they call these people life changers because that's exactly what they're doing i'd like to ask you to join with this god-inspired ministry will you make a monthly donation to cap and become a life changer a regular donation of five pounds will bring hope to one new person like edith each month perhaps you could give more than that leave that up to you um, but whatever you give, you can be confident that it will enable someone who is currently living in isolation and despair of poverty to find hope. As a, uh, an, as a charity, we do not take funding from anyone. We don't take government funding, we don't take lottery funding, we don't take any of that. It's the 29, current 29,000 plus people who donate each month who actually keep this all going. Our clients don't pay for any of the services. They're all free, and they, that, that is given out without any problem. And as I say, a lot of things, we join in with food banks, and we help our clients with food and all sorts of things. But we've also been blessed just lately uh, by a special supporter who is committed to match all new funding raised by Life Changers until the end of September. Each time someone new pledges to give any amount to CAP, this person will double it for the whole of the year. So could you be one of those new life changers? On your chair, you'll find a little leaflet, uh, a life changer leaflet. If you'd like to become a life changer, you can, you, and you sign up today, this is the bonus, you get a book. <laughs> you get a book of John Curfee's uh, autobiography about how he'd, what he did and how, what he came through. Um, there's the form, if you're filling it in, please make sure that you tick all the boxes, as they say, because of the new... Uh, what do you call it, GTPR, whatever, I can never get the, the things right, all to do with protection and your data protection and all the rest of it, but anyway. Um, together, we really are trying to build a movement of Christians across the nation 
in the face of, the, of UK poverty, along with the tens of thousands of others who have said, enough is enough. However, we can't build a, move, a, a movement if we can't communicate with you. So please make sure you tick the boxes at the bottom of the form to say that if you want an email or a text or whatever. But thank you. Thank you again for choosing to be part of God's ministry through CAP. Thank you for your life skills um, set up, which is tremendous. This is one of the things that we're looking and carrying to the possibility of opening a life skills uh, centre as well, because we, we find that as debt coaches, we are actually doing the life skills with the clients, uh, and um, we, we, we do think that it might, might be helpful for quite a number of our clients, actually. And on average, in Carrickfergus, we have two new clients every month. Every month, we have two new clients. Jackie get well. Jackie sometimes gets two herself, and then I get one. I'm I'm a part timer. Jackie's full time, and as I say, what do you call it? So so we, we do, and that has been ongoing for four years now. I have had client after client after client after client. Some of the original clients I'm still in touch with. <laughs> Some of them not so. And I I've had the real privilege of honestly bringing hope into people's situation. I'll tell you one story. Well, at the very beginning of my time with Cap. I honestly thought that I was going to be in situations where, um, you know, this is going to sound really bad. This is not even PC probably to say this, but down in the estates, I was going, you know, I'd be down there because they're the ones that are in debt and they need help now. My first client lived in a 500,000 pound house in Green Island. Um, he was a high flyer. He had credit cards galore, big cars, big lifestyle, went bust. Couldn't afford his mortgage, couldn't afford his repayments to his credit card, was in debt by, I can't even remember, thousands and hundreds of thousands possibly. And he was crushed by that because he hid it from his wife and family for nearly a year. And he literally was on the brink of saying, right, I'm out of here, they'd be better off without me. And Hope walked in. We went in and we helped him. Um, he did have to declare bankruptcy at the end of the day, but he was debt free. He had to sell his house, he lost his house, he lost his car. I think he had a boat, but <laughs> he lost everything. Uh, but it's happy now because everything's sorted and the family are still together. So those are the kind of people that I, I worked with. I do work with other people who don't have that kind of money as well. I remember one lady that I went to, and when we go to our very first visit, we always bring a package, you know, food and stuff with us just in case because we're not just sure what the situation is going to be. I went into this lady's house, really beautiful house, and she had gotten into debt because of her son who had debt, and she'd taken out equity from her home and gave him all of this money. He had said, thank you very much, mum, and took off. And she was left to obviously repay the equity and really struggling. 75 years of age, having to take on a part-time job in order to survive. Um, I went in and I said to her on the way out, I have some shopping messages, groceries in my boot. Would you like it? Oh, no, dear. She said, it's, it's all right, don't worry. No, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I went on and I opened the door and I turned around and I said, would you like the food that I have in my boot? And she looked at me, oh, well, all right, seeing you've brought it, sure, I'll take it. So I took the three or four bags out of the car, brought them in. She opened her fridge and she had two eggs in the fridge and a wee taste of milk and her larder was... There, there was not even a tin of beans in the larder. 
And I thought, right, okay. So I helped her to unpack, and we do that only because we take her bags back. <laughs> that sounds awful, but we take the bags back. Um, and she was taking the things out of the thing, and she took out a packet of Cheerio cereals, and she broke down. And I thought, I've really embarrassed this lady. This lady really didn't want them to, to know that she didn't have food. And I'm, oh dear, dear, dear. And I was sort of panicking, you know, and she was crying. And then I said to her, I'm really sorry. She said, no, no, please don't, don't apologize. You don't understand. She says, my son's partner or ex-wife will be bringing my grandchildren to stay with me this weekend. And for breakfast on Saturday, I was going to give them scrambled eggs. And they don't like scrambled eggs, but they love Cheerios. I was crying at that point, <laughs> you know, and just this box of Cheerios, she says, just, ah, she, can't, she couldn't believe it. Of all the cereals she had to bring, it was Cheerios. So that's the kind of things that happen. Hope literally walks in. So when hope walks in, things happen and people's lives are transformed. And I've had one client who went recently on our discovery break, single dad, left his wife, literally just walked out the door and said she couldn't cope anymore, left him with a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old. And gone and left him with debt and all the rest of it and we helped him out of that he and his family went to the discovery break he got saved at the discovery break and is ah, cock a hoop <laughs> he is just loving life at the minute and uh, has just got it got it sorted his debt has been sorted he's pay, paying it off he's, he's really doing well and he's continuing to go to church and the lord is blessing him so people's lives have been transformed hope has come in to those situations so thank you thank you for listening thank you for doing your bit in in cap and working with life skills and please continue uh to support jamie no james uh what do you what do you call it um in that and as i say refer people to it because it is, it is really an opportunity to bring hope into people's lives and to change their lives literally change their lives so if i could just pray and then i'll leave. Romans 15 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father God, thank you that you are the hope of the world. Nothing is bigger than the hope that you bring. And we praise you that you created us to live in community with you. Thank you that by the power of faith in you, our lives can be utterly restored we do pray for the millions of people across this nation living in the dark isolation of poverty who have yet to seek the help they desperately need. We pray for those feeling devoid of all hope, worn down, and maybe at the end of their tether. Father, we ask that you would cover them with your love and peace, reminding them that they're not alone, that there is light in the darkness and a way forward. Many may live just a stone's throw from this very church, Father. Would you help the people of this church to be the beacon of hope, drawing people into the community God created them to be in? Thank you, even when all hope seems lost, that we can put our trust in you. We can confidently expect in the one who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine. Father, we pray that you would work in the hearts of those who have yet to discover or fully understand this, bringing them into relationship with you and transforming their lives in such a way that as, as only really you can. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.